Buckle up, it's time for That's How I Roll with Jeremiah Isley, a podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. That's How I Roll is presented by Theology of Games. Visit theologyofgames.com for the latest in tabletop gaming, news, reviews, and interviews. And now, here's Jeremiah. Hey everyone, welcome once again to That's How I Roll. I'm your host, Jeremiah Isley. You know that already by now. Maybe you don't, maybe you're new to the show. But anyway, welcome to the show. This is episode 57, and it is late October 2017. Here's the quick rundown of what you can expect from today's episode. So if you like what you hear here, just stay tuned because you'll hear more. Anyway, we're going to check and see what's good on the neighborhood, on the neighborhood, in the neighborhood, which uh, is, you guessed it, another update about my house, which... Guys, I have really good news, so stay tuned for that. I'm going to do a quick drive-by review of 5-Minute Dungeons. Yeah, cool game, and uh, we'll see. Maybe we'll stop by the corner of thought and conversation as well. And that'll be about it for this episode, so let's go ahead and get things rolling. So what's good in the neighborhood? Well, I have to tell you, I recorded this a day before release, so it's Thursday, and we just came from our house, which if you go back the last dozen or so episodes, you would know that we suffered a house fire earlier this year in the month of June, and we have been displaced while reparations were made to our home and uh, everything was cleaned and being restored and, and all that fun stuff. It's been it's been a long 16 weeks, five days, so many hours. Who's counting? <laughs> Apparently me. Uh, but as we were pulling up and getting out, the carpet guy, who was the last guy to be in the house to kind of do the last of the big things, before the final inspection was actually walking out to his van and he said you just caught me and i said great how how are things going because i expected him to be another day uh, to finish up you know the next day and he said we're done yes we're done so pretty much at this point the only thing that needs to happen are like i said the final inspections to approve occupancy of the residence but we'll be able to start moving back in after that. So I'm hoping over this weekend, probably not going to get a lot of gaming done, but we're going to start hopefully uh, moving our our saved items back into the house along with uh, we've started to order a few replacement things like beds and mattresses and things like that. So uh, I, I can't I can't even put into words right now. I'm still kind of in this like, yeah, hey, it's done. Like almost in shock kind of mode because I mean we were super happy we it was great because we picked up the boys from school all of us were there together when we found out so it was this nice moment with all of us there and um it just uh, we, I, I I'm still yeah great you know but until I start actually moving things from the rental house into there and we start kind of removing in and, and putting things where they belong and and all that stuff, then I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is for real actually happening. So I'm sure there's another wave of emotion and things like that coming, but the boys are already asking when they can, <laughs> when we can all sleep there and 
they want to camp out in the basement and things like that. So just hoping that that continues, that they're continue to be excited and want to uh, do that. And they're not nervous or anxious about being in there back in the house and they feel safe and sound. So super big news, super excited. Thank you for everybody that's kind of just listened to this along the way over the summer as I've lamented the long, arduous process and the road to getting back in our house. Um, the, like I said from episode one, this this is kind of my, my self-therapy session every week to come and do this show and talk about things that are going on. And um, so I appreciate that. I appreciate all of the support. People, just random people, listeners, uh, folks in the gaming industry have all reached out in many, many ways throughout this process to either just give a word of encouragement, offer games to me from their private collections uh, to sort of get us over the hump while we had no games, things like that. And um, I I know there are people that I I may not have emailed back or I may have, um, you know, forgotten about or, you know, if I came off weird at any time or dismissive at any time or... Uh, whatever I, I apologize I hope that I haven't really I haven't offended anybody or anything like that but I cannot tell you how appreciative I am of everybody that's reached out so if that's you thank you thank you so much and I apologize again if there's anything that's come across in this time of me just kind of not getting back or kind of flaking out or anything like that it's been busy and hectic and stressful and everything all at once and um we're we're happy to be getting on the other side of this soon so super excited um very good chance next episode is recorded from my basement and my house and not this rental house so awesome It's time for another drive-by review. Okay, well, recently, as we have been in this really busy time of life, I've been looking for games that are quicker to play, like quick filler games and things like that. So we grabbed from the pile of games that I got at Gen Con, Five Minute Dungeon, 5-Minute Dungeon is published by Cosmos and a a studio called Wiggles 3D, and it is what it says it is. It's a 5-Minute Dungeon Crawl. It surprisingly delivers very well on the promise of that and really kind of packs in a fun gameplay in 5 minutes. So before I give you my thoughts (laughs) as I'm tipping my hand, let me just tell you a little bit about how it plays. You each select a character. There are five character boards and they're each double-sided. So there's like a ninja and a thief. There's a wizard, a warrior, uh, a Valkyrie, all these different basically D&D classes and things like that. And so you pick one of the boards, you pick which side you want to play. Each one has a special ability. Usually that special ability is triggered by discarding three cards from your hand. So on that board, you have a draw pile spot and you have a discard spot. You place three cards in that discard spot, boom, you activate your power, and you're good to go. Every time you play a card or discard a card, you get to draw cards back into your hand. But the problem is, if you run out of cards 
in your draw pile, you can no longer help your company, your your party. If everybody runs out, you all lose the game. By the way, it's a co-op game. Everybody's playing together. Uh, so then there's a boss board, and there are five of those, and they all come out uh, in succession. So you can play as many rounds as you want. You start off with like the baby boss, and you work all your way up to the big bad Mamma Jamma boss. And they each have a certain amount of dungeon cards that you play onto that that uh, that boss. And when you defeat all of those dungeon cards, you get down to just the board, and then there's a list of how you defeat that one. So you place all these dungeon cards on the boss card, and one by one, you flip them over and you defeat them. So they have icons like shields and arrows and swords and uh, jumps or running, this guy kind of running, whatever. And so as you flip those, everybody it looks at their hand and they try to play cards to help defeat that card and move on. You start a timer. This is a real-time dungeon crawl. So as that timer is going, there's no turn order. Everybody just goes as fast as you can because you're trying to get through the dungeon in, you guessed it, five minutes. So those five minutes go pretty quick when you're trying to sort through all of this. So you're you're throwing cards down, you're defeating cards, and basically you don't, all the cards that you play to defeat a card, you don't pick them up and put them in your discard pile. You just swipe them off to the side and flip the next dungeon card over and go. And once you do that, you get to the boss. The boss will have a list of icons on that card, which is usually pretty hefty and you have to beat that and if you beat that then you beat that level of the dungeon now so you can just play one five minute round and boom there's your game there's your five minute run or you can go through all of the bosses in succession like i said uh you know adding five minutes basically and a little bit of cleanup in between as you do that so that's really the game uh you you try to go up against all of these bosses, you try to beat them all, you try to stay alive and not die, and then everybody wins or loses together. So, what did I think of Five Minute Dungeon? Uh, I actually really liked it. It's, um, like I said, it, it packs in that that really dungeon crawly, teamworky, feely kind of game, all in the one really quick, fast playing game. I love that you can play, you know, five minutes, ten minutes, you know, one or two rounds, and there's a fun aspect to that. Uh, I love that the characters all have a different feel of their own. They're all helpful. I actually, I, we played it with three players. I played it with myself and my boys. And I feel like if you played four or five players, you're probably gonna you're probably gonna get through it a little easier. It really kicked our butt the first time we played it uh, because we just didn't realize how fast that five minutes was gonna go and how frantic you have to defeat the cards and defeat the cards and defeat the cards and, and keep plowing through this dungeon. So I feel like if you had five players and you're really, everybody was dialed in, it'd probably be a little bit easier. Now you don't get to draw as many into your hand with that many players, but there's just more variety going on. Each, each character has their own deck that's tuned to them. So, and there's also not just cards that have those icons on them that are like resources, basically. 
There's also special action cards. So you can use that card to defeat uh, a mini boss or a person. So like all the things that come out at you in the dungeon have different classifications, like like a person or a monster or an obstacle, things like that. So um, everybody's deck is tuned up a little bit differently, which is actually a really nice touch and again makes it a more personable type of game instead of just everybody's got the same cards hope you just draw the right ones you know hey i'm the wizard i'm more likely to beat these things that come out or i'm the thief i'm more likely to beat these types of things that come out really really smooth fun design i would say uh the card quality especially the cards well i guess all the cards are are probably the same quality um they feel kind of thin and flimsy like i'm not sure how durable they're going to be uh, they'll, they'll probably get nicked up pretty easily, but it, again, it's not a game where like you're, you're inspecting everybody's hands, looking for something to tell like, Oh, that one's, that's the one that's got the nick on the corner. I know what card he has. Like it's so fast and frantic and, and just go, go, go that, um, you really don't have time for worrying about if a card's marked up or anything like that. Otherwise, the artwork is fun. The iconography is bright and vivid and unmistakable. So it's it's a fast-paced game and the, and the iconography really lends itself to that. Overall, it's it's a great little filler. Like I said, it's it's one of the it was perfect for what we needed this week cuz we wanted to get a game in here and there and we just weren't able to get much of any other time this week. And I said, five minute dungeon, let's do it. So we played two rounds, 10 minutes, boom. Um, Like I said, I played with my boys, totally family friendly game. You could play it with any type of group. Casual gamers would pick up on this really well. And gamer, gamer gamers are going to enjoy it as a filler, you know, as just something you put on the table. Hey, we're waiting for so-and-so to show up. Hey, let's play this while we wait. And then boom, 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 you're good, you go. Uh, It's just, it's, it's, fills that void really, really well. And the learning curve, like I said, is super fast. So it's not like, yeah, the game plays fast, but we're going to learn how to play it for 20 minutes. And then by that point, it kind of defeats the purpose of a filler. So there it is. That is five minute dungeon. Recommend this one. It's going to be on my shelf for a while. Um, and I, I think if you like, especially real time games, it's going to scratch that itch cooperative games going to scratch that itch and uh dungeon crawlers it it really hits all three of those really well so that is my take on that check it out if you have the time if you have five minutes to spare and uh, let me know what you think uh shoot me an email tweet at us at theology of games love to hear what your thoughts are on five minute dungeon Welcome to the corner of thought and conversation. Which way will you turn? Why not hang a right and join in on the conversation by tweeting at Theology of Games or sending an email to theologyofgames at gmail.com. Okay, well, it's time for the corner of thought and conversation, and I've got two legit questions for you. Once again, this is the podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. So I will ask you a question about games, and I will ask you a question about life. So let's start off with the gaming question, and uh, it kind of goes in with the life question. So uh, my birthday is coming up soon, and we're going to have a fairly large shindig. 
and uh, I'm I'm compiling, I guess, in my head which games I want to bring out for this, and I still don't know the fate of my my whole collection and. Hopefully, I don't know, I'll probably get some of it back or whatever happens. I don't know. Um, or regardless, I'll be starting to replace it hopefully this week. So uh, in light of the party coming up, I'm thinking of games that I want to go get and make sure that I have for the party. So my question is, what are your favorite party games? Um, I know I've I've got a pretty good handle on, on the party game scene. At least I feel like I do. Um, I love Two Rooms in a Boom. Oddly enough, two of my favorite party games are from Tuesday Night Games, Two Rooms in a Boom and World Championship Russian Roulette. They're both super fun, just lots of laughs, lots of really good times. So I'm hoping uh, I'll have those on hand. And then as the night, you know... I. I guess, you know, Two Rooms in a Boom is great when there's a big crowd because everybody can play just about. You know, you can play a large number of people with that. Um, and then I'm actually... This isn't a game that I've had uh, yet, but I've played it. I guess I spent almost the whole evening playing it, and I really enjoyed it. And this might be something more towards, like, the end of the night when there's not as many people around. And maybe it's the more serious gamers that want to hang out and, and game game. But uh, Captain Sonar, oh, it's so fun. <laughs> um, so I know everybody complains like about the one role kind of being maybe a little bit more boring or whatnot. I have some thoughts on that. Maybe I'll talk about that soon. I think that role can actually be more fun because there's an aspect of it. And I, I'm trying to remember, it might be the first mate... Oh, what role is that? I think it's the first mate because it's the one that the captain can play in like a three-player game. He can he can do both of those. But a lot of people don't realize that that role can actually stop and deploy certain aspects, certain, uh, I think some of the surveillance gear they can actually control. So I think that adds more to that role that people just don't step into and take, take charge of in that position. So anyway, Captain Sonar, I'm really thinking about going out and grabbing a copy of that in preparation for the party because I've just really been jonesing playing that and I think that's a great it's a little larger group you can play up to eight people with it and um, I just I don't know I'm looking forward to it hopefully hopefully it'll happen and my question about life is all right so moment of truth I'm turning 41 in about a week here right around the time we have our party, obviously. I am still uh, uh, the type of person that is like, dude, bring it on. It's my birthday. I want to celebrate. Let's have fun. It's my day. I made it through this year. And let me tell you about how 40 has gone for me. (laughs) Just listen to this podcast from about late January on. And you'll know quite a bit about my life over the last year, but I'm still, I'm that, I'm that person. I'm that guy. Like I made it another year. Let's have fun. I want to celebrate. I want to have fun with my friends and family. Bring it on. So my question is, is, are you that kind of person? How do you celebrate your birthday? Maybe you don't celebrate your birthday, but let me, I want to ask that 
very open-ended question. I don't want to ask just, do you celebrate, but how do you celebrate? Maybe it's in non-celebration or quietly to yourself, or maybe it's, maybe it's with friends, but tell me how you celebrate your birthday. Obviously, we're having a party this year. Uh, last year, because of how crazy life was, we didn't have time to put together a party um, for my 40th. So this is my 40 plus one party. And we're going to have an awesome time. It's, you know, whatever. Life is life is too short to not have a good time. So um, so that's, uh, that's my take on that. Uh, let me know your party games and... Let's do it. Uh, Let's jump into the weird version of the feedback loop that currently exists right about now. So yeah, this weird version of the feedback loop, um, I don't know if it's working or not. I mean, I'm leaning towards it's not because I don't have any responses, but uh, head over to the Anchor app. You can check it out on uh, iOS and Android or you can go to anchor.com slash boardgamesfm. We are currently running Board Games FM, powered by Theology of Games, on Anchor. If you download the Anchor app, it's this really cool... I guess people are describing it as best as they can as, as the, the Snapchat, or the audio version of Snapchat. So we post up these segments, and we're having great conversations over there. So... Whether you go over there to answer the feedback loop questions or the two legit questions or not, I urge you to head over there because myself and uh, Firestone and my buddy AJ and Seapost, we're all contributing over there. We're all having these great conversations. We're bringing you news about bit, about board gaming. So go over there and check it out if you get a chance. But also, I will post a segment about the feedback loop, and I will put up my two legit questions. So you can actually, this is this is what's really cool about it too, through the app, you can actually call in and use the call-in feature on our station and tell me your answers. Tell me your story about how you celebrate your birthday. Tell me what party games you love. And, um, so that's, that's, that's what we're trying to get off the ground here with the feedback loop. Hope that you guys have a chance to do that. And that's going to do it. I'm going to wrap this show up. Thanks so much. Episode 57 is in the can. As always, you can get a hold of us by emailing theologyofgames at gmail.com, tweeting at us at theologyofgames. We're on Instagram and Facebook as well. If you just search for Theology of Games on any of those platforms, you'll be able to find us. And of course, you can interact in a very unique and new way with us on Board Games FM on the Anchor app. I think that's it. Thanks so much again for listening. I really appreciate everybody that tunes in and gives this this show a listen. And until next time, when I am knock on wood, we've got everything sorted out and I'm recording in my very own home once again. I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in, and drive safe.